The Buddha talks about our body and mind processes, really emphasizing the, the process nature of experience as opposed to the thing, thingness, which we sometimes attribute to our experience. And in one of his teachings, he talked about five processes, which I've alluded to, but haven't really described, and I'm not gonna do a, f a whole teaching on that, probably on this retreat, but I'm just gonna name them five processes of body, the five khandhas, five aggregates. Process of body, feeling, perception, mental formation, and consciousness. And the, the mental formation area, we've talked about all of these in various ways, the, the feeling aspect, the, the, just the basic pleasant, unpleasant, neutral aspect, and the, the perception aspect of recognizing experience and the uh, knowing, the consciousness, and the knowing aspect of experience, just that simple knowing. And the, the mental formations is basically everything else in the mind, all of the, all of the thoughts, all of the feelings, the emotions, um, mindfulness, all of the states of mind, concentration, wisdom, sense of self, all of this is mental formation. And the thing the Buddha pointed to about mental formation that is so important, the, the word formation is, is, is good in a way because it, it points to the way these processes, the, for, the processes of mental formations, not only have been formed, they are formations, they've been, they have been constructed, but they are forming. They are active processes. They form, shape, construct our experience. And so love, a mental formation, constructs, shapes our experience. And this is the conditioning nature of the mental formations. Way the mental formations are the engine of construction in our minds. And what do they construct? The Buddha says in one teaching mental formations form body experience, mental formations form feeling. Mental formations form our perceptions, shape our perceptions. Mental formations shape the knowing, how we know, what we know. And mental formations shape mental formations. So we can see this with anger, 
experience of anger arises. It has been constructed based on patterns, habits, history, particular situation that arises, some non-mindfulness perhaps in the moment. It has been constructed, it has been formed, and as it is coming into being, it is shaping our body, for instance. It creates sensations of pressure, heat in the body, may distort our face. Our face shifts and change, the body shifts physically as that mental formation comes to be forming the body. It shapes our feelings, usually unpleasant. Although sometimes the very beginning of anger has a hit of pleasantness to it. I've experienced that. Shapes our perceptions. Shapes what we how we take things in, the, our, how our perceptions are. You know, when we're when we're angry, for instance, we see somebody doing something. You know, our perception may be that they're they're doing that to bother me. When we're feeling love, when we see a person doing that very same thing, the perception may be of a sense of compassion for how they are engaging in the world. Mental formations shape our perception. Anger shapes even what we take in, as we talked about with delusion last night. All mental formations have a kind of a delusive nature. Maybe I shouldn't say that. The reactive mental formations have a delusive nature to them in that they tend to obscure, have us see certain things and not see other things. And so our knowing what we know when our, when our mind is shaped by anger, we tend to our, our, our consciousness orients towards things that kind of confirm and support that anger. And anger tends to construct more anger. So the shaping process at work. Mindfulness is a mental formation. Wisdom is a mental formation. Very different shaping at work as those arise. The job description of wisdom, we could say, is to understand dukkha, to allow us to experience that dukkha and have it inform an understanding rather than conditioning a reactivity. The sense of self is a mental formation that shapes how we feel, how we perceive. Shapes our 
what we know shapes how our body is. So opening to and beginning to recognize the conditioning nature of experience. This begins to really point again to how the sense of self itself is conditioned. It is a construction and yet it participates in constructing also. And I'll remind you again of the kind of the sense of taking in this kind of information not as something to try to remember or hold on to or think about in the meditation. It's like this understanding, hearing this understanding, my speaking these words, you are hearing them. This is a condition. It can shape experience very naturally as you open to the process of being aware. There have been times in my practice when I have taken in some teaching from a teacher and thought about it a little bit. (laughs) Okay, maybe I get some of it, but really, you know, only at the intellectual level. And one particular one I'm thinking about. About a year later, I was sitting in retreat and some experience arose in that moment. And that, I I heard that teacher saying that same teaching in my mind. It's like that wisdom bubbled up in my mind. Simple sentence. That sentence was, notice your relationship to dukkha. And in that moment, that instruction created the conditions that allowed me to, in that moment, understand that. So I didn't have to even try to remember it. Like that analogy I said of the the water going in underground. You know, the plants begin to sprout and they just pull in the water that's available this kind of allow the dharma to be like rain dharma rain let it percolate but you don't have to do too much with it <laughs> 